Hello and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me today is Ali Pearson. How's it going, mate? Not bad. Feeling a bit better now after the weekend. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it'd take a couple of days to come out of us, but I'm, I'm feeling not bad. So, Yeah, yeah. it definitely took me a couple of days as well, mate. But how's, how's things like in life? Tells me you're back working pretty much now, aren't you? Back working, aye. I'm... Uh... Still furloughed two half days a week. If I'm furloughed on a half day on a Friday, which I'm quite enjoying, to be honest. Oh, I don't know if they could just keep me doing that for the rest of my life. <laughs> have a half day Friday, but no, pretty much me back pretty much near enough full time now. So, aye, it's weird being back, to be honest. I've been, I've, I've been part time since Christmas, but to be back full time and I'm out and about now as well, so I can go and visit visit people as well. So, no, it's decent. And I, I see... Um, Scotia for the first time in eight months, I think it is, on Friday, I'm about for the beer grounds. I know you can't make it because of work, so I so I'm looking forward to that, a wee bit of normality, hopefully it doesn't push with rain, but it looks alright to be fair for Friday. Yeah, it looks not too bad, but uh, you know what it's usually like, mate, yeah, I'd say I can't get the time off up, mate, obviously I took a bit of time off moving into the new pad, um, I've learnt this week that DIY is not as easy as you think it is. Um, <laughs> it's pretty difficult, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it's just really adjusting new life here. I'm gutted that I'm not coming out tomorrow, but it does slowly feel like life's coming back to normal, mate. Things are getting better, um, so we just need to keep our fingers crossed, and hopefully the news comes soon that we're allowed back into Ibrox. Um, I think that's what we're all patiently waiting for. But anyway, we are obviously here to... to Preview Old Firm Weekend um, once again um, and also discuss some news, uh, some Rangers news. Uh, but as I say, Ali, you touched on it. It's been a few days now since the disappointment of Sunday evening and the Scottish Cup exit. Um, so we'll just go a bit, a wee bit of a, a reaction to that. So Gerard on the match after it in his post-match interview to RTV, he acknowledged we've not been good enough in comp- competitions. He gave credit to St Johnston was critical of Rangers not taking the opportunities. He added, the reality is the Cup is a priority after winning the league and now it's gone. We have to stop getting stung in Cup t- competitions. Uh, Tav also spoke to RTV after the match. Looked just as disappointed as us, to be honest, in his interview. Uh, called conceding the last minute goal in the manner that we did as criminal. He uh, was disappointed in himself for missing the penalty, but said the boys need to pick themselves up to get ready for the old firm. So, Ali, as I say, it has been... A few days now, we would usually record this on the Friday, but you and you and a few of the boys are uh, booked into the pub, so that's why we're recording it on the Thursday, uh, so we don't know the kind of press conference of tomorrow, but we are a few days on now, so how are you? Are you feeling any better, really, about it? <laughs> yeah, no. I, like I said, this season, I mean, I mean, if somebody told us at the beginning of the season, you'd get pumped out both cups, early doors, but you would win the league. You would grasp it. And I would grasp it, but it's because we've won the league so early this season. I, see, if we were still going for the league, I don't think it would have hurt us as much, that one there. But it's because we've wrapped the league up so early. And I, I honestly think because we've wrapped the league up so early, I think it's been a disadvantage to us going forward. Because I, I think Rangers, since they've won the league, and I'd, I'd imagine you'll agree with me, have been playing in second gear. They've not been the free-flowing, high-tempo type team we've seen that was going for the league. And I think that's... To, to to get up from 
to, from winning the league and the, what they've put into that to then go and play these meaningless tight games to then go up for a cup. You can you can see the Celtic game. You can go up for that Celtic yeah. But to get yourself up to that level again, I, I think they look like a team that's running an empty as well, Rangers. I really do. I think they've just put everything into the league. Um, yeah, it's, it's disappointing. I mean, the cup, like I said, the cup wasn't major for me this season. But when you're there, you've knocked Celtic out. It's, it's, it's yours to go and win. It was just disappointing the manner Rangers played because we know they can play a hell of a lot better. Hearts off to St Johnston, they deserved it. I can't say they didn't deserve it because they did deserve it, but we missed too many chances and a lot of players just weren't up to it at all that day. And Yeah, I mean, obviously that's the third year on a trot where we've been put out of the cup. We've had one one League Cup final, which we should have won, and the rest we've been put out early doors in these cups. And it's for Rangers, it's not good enough. I mean, me and you have been brought up in winning cups, winning doubles, winning trebles, we can't just win this league and go, oh, we've done it, and that's it. We need to motor on. So next season, like we said in the previous pod, we need to win the league next season. That's the priority again. But next season, we need to win one of these Cups just to get that monkey off the back again. 100%, mate. Um, I can't disagree with anything that you said there. Uh, I think it's it's more the manner than the way that it happened. Look, this team are going to go down in history, mate. We, we're not going to um, we're not going to criticise too much for the fact of we're out of, of, of two cups. I think it's the manner the way both of them happened. Last minute goals have st- stung us twice in, in both competitions, the League Cup and the Scottish Cup. But the team have got so much credit in the bank because they've achieved their, their ultimate goal. Their ultimate goal was to win the league, to win 55, to stop the, the fake 10 in a row that they were going for. And we have managed to do it. And you have to kind of take things into perspective in that terms. I think because you are right, mate, because we won the league so early, it's like, I mean... It was the kind of like we've done all the hard job. Celtic were out fair enough for the League Cup. They get put out by Ross County. We get put out by yeah, St Mirren. The Scottish Cup. We put Celtic out. So you're thinking we have still got it. There's still something there. We weren't even out of second gear against Celtic. And uh, but then just to go and do the way that we've done. Uh, I, I say I'm, I was very disappointed on Sunday. Um, and I think some of the reaction of it's been quite hilarious as well. Now I, I generally think it's quite sad, mate, that some people hate our club more than love their own club. I mean, some of the responses I've got from it, mate, from like Moon Howlers, you would think they've won the league six months ago and that they're at their 20 points. Yes, 20 points clear at the top of the table. Uh, it's a strange existence for some, but um, I can't say I'm really surprised by it, to be honest. Uh, to be, to but, be fair, uh, if, if, if that's the highlight of their season, we're talking, we know who we're talking about. If the highlight of their season is watching us getting knocked out by St Johnston in a cup that we put them out of the round before and were 20 points clear in the league, whatever it is, then, oh, brilliant. They can have that for the rest of their lives if they want. If that's what they can hold on. I mean, I know our YouTube views from the last pod is way up. So I'd I'd like to to thank all the Tims out there. That's that's fantastic. You keep listening in. Um, We're obviously doing a good job for you, but... If that's the highlight of their season, then oh my god! <laughs> yeah, they helped. They helped put us on the map a wee bit, mate. I'm not going to lie. A few people have contacted me a wee bit interested in sponsorships and stuff like that. So you've got to thank them for it and the fact that they're getting their giggles out of this. Uh, it's it's good for them and it's good for us and it's got to make you laugh. As you say, we are 
we won the league in about December and we've, we've been kind of cruising in second gear since then and we, we beat them we ease. Um, so, yeah, if this is their highlight, then let them have it. Um, I'll be thank them for it. Um, yeah, at least, at least, at least as, I mean, us as Rangers fans, I like to think we are pretty dignified and stuff. We, we can take it all in the chin. I've listened to a lot of podcasts this week. Everyone's as disappointed as we are, but we can take it in the chin. I mean, look at Celtic. They won quadruple fucking trebles, whatever it was, and then they get knocked out a League Cup at the beginning of this year, and they were up at Parkhead throwing sharks everywhere. So at least, <laughs> at least we are not down at Ibrox doing that. Exactly, mate. Exactly. We were all quite dignified in the uh, in defeat um, and accepted it. Took it on the chin as you would as you would expect Scotland's Premier Club to do, mate. This is this is why we are the biggest club in Scotland and always will be. Um, anyway, we will leave that there. Obviously, it was a disappointing week, but we're over it now. We need to look forward now to the the old farm. But before we get there, we'll just discuss some news. So, um, Rangers Charity Foundation have launched an event called the Champions Challenge. Uh, the Champions Challenge will see supporters every pull on their team colours and run, walk or cycle 5.5k over the course of the Champions weekend on May 14th, 15th and 16th when Rangers will present it with the Scottish Premier League. Scottish Premier League trophy. Um, you can register at rangerscharity.org.uk and it costs uh, the cost of a fiver, so go and check that out. But Ali, 5.5k, you probably walk that every day. <laughs> I was, I was just about to say, I usually do about double that a day when I was like properly <laughs> off work. So 5.5k, that's that's not much. A lot of guys run that, to be fair. I don't like running it, to be fair, but 5.5k, a lot of guys would run that in half an hour. Um, but that's, that's a good cause. Gets the colours out as well as I can. That's pretty decent. It's a good incentive. I like it. Um, it was a, it's, it's quite a good idea. Um, I think it's a, a brilliant idea. Whether I'll take part in it or not, I'm not 100% sure. I might do it on the 14th, maybe, because on the 15th, I definitely won't be able to walk no. 5.5k. Um, but, yeah, I think it's brilliant from uh, the Charity Foundation. It kind of just puts another wee, a wee mark on that, that championship weekend. Um, so, well done for them for that. So, also as well, uh, BioWave have become I nearly done I nearly done BioWave again mate I keep saying BioWave BioWave has become the next Rangers sponsor to be announced and will also become the front shirt sponsor of the Rangers women team um, the club website said BioWave joined the club's family of top tier official partners who invest significantly into Rangers both commercially and through their global partnership activation strategies Rangers commercial and marketing director James Bisgrove said we're delighted to welcome BioWave as the main partner for Rangers women team and a deal that underlines Rangers strong support for women's football and emphasises our one club ethos. Now I'm sure you've all seen um, from social media that BioWave have added their name to the top of the Copeland Road stand and I think possibly the Broom Loan as well um, I'm all for sponsors giving us money mate uh, I, I'm all for it, I, I get a wee bit sceptical when we start adding sponsorships all over shirts that gives me a wee I don't like it. I say I'm quite a, I'm quite old school in that fashion, and I'm very old school uh, in the fashion that I don't really like things getting added to our stadium. Uh, am I being a wee bit old, too old fashioned here, or would you tend to agree with that? Uh, I would agree with you. I I saw it going up over the Copeland. Doesn't it look brilliant? But. How much money are these guys giving us? I mean, I've always said to you before, we've, we've discussed it when we've been out in terms of renaming Ibrox. I mean, I would never want it, but you see a lot of these clubs will 
a company will come in and rename it and call it yeah, there's Arsenal Emirates or whatever or the Etihad Man City. But they all you they always refer to it as what it used to be. But yeah, I, Biz, Biz, Bizgrove's done well in terms of all what he's brought in. I just hope he doesn't go too far with it, if you know what I mean. But yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's getting... I just don't like it, man. I'm going to be honest. I don't like the way it looks on the, the, the Colton stand. I don't like it. I mean, I like the Rangers and that on top of the... Uh, the Sandy Jardin stand, and I like that it's called the Sandy Jardin stand. I'm fine for all that kind of stuff, but when it comes to kind of sponsors that I've never heard of before, me, I have no idea what this company are. I've looked them up now, obviously, and they're to do with pain blocking. Um, it's like for back pain, and they've done work in the USA for teams like the, like for the NFL and the National Hockey League and stuff, and that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like that's all well and good, but. They must have paid, I said, significant is what they've put uh, on the website. So after getting their name on a stand, knowing that it's going to knock some people's out of a joint, it must be quite a significant investment. That's probably all we can say about it. And look, if it brings us the next Alfredo Morelos or the next whoever, really, the next Ryan Kent, then fine, I'm, I'm all for it in that way. But... When I seen it going up, I did wince at it. I was like, oh. where do you stop? As you said, mate, where, where do you stop? It's getting to the point now. And Look, we can't criticise James Bisgrove too much. As, as I said, Rangers have been nominated as well for some prestigious business awards as well due to the work that he's doing, which is tremendous. And we're getting the recognition that we deserve. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't want it to go any further. Do you know what I mean? Before you know it, you'll have, like, you know the way they do it in the NFL when they've got the prints all over the park, we'll have sponsorships written all over the pitch. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And, uh, I mean, I like the electrical boards though. That's what I mean. Like, see the electrical boards round, yeah. round the base and round the stand. I think that looks really good. Modernise his eyebrows a wee bit, but don't change too much. <laughs> no. But anyway... Um, but again, welcome to them. Uh, welcome to the, the most successful team in football. Uh, and hopefully their, their their sponsorship's a good one. So, Ali, do you want to take it away with your news bit, mate? Yeah, it's just, it's obviously come to the end of the season, so the rumours will start to fly, especially with the beginning of the season, 31st of um, July is when the SPFL kicks off next uh, this next season. So, I uh, have a few rumours floating about of players possibly leaving Ibrooks. First two is the obvious ones, which is Jones and Edmondson. Uh, I, I read something about a million pounds for each player, which would isn't mega money, but for two players that we want rid of, it would be profit. Jones we got we got in a free Edmondson, I think we got for a couple hundred grand. So uh, Jones, I've seen at Sunderland. I think they like the look of him down there. He plays for them week in week out. Edmondson, I think he got injured at Derby, so I, I'm not sure whether he would go back to Derby, but. I think we'd be able to to deal with him to get him away. So I'd expect the two of them away. But the one that's been floating about, and it was, it was floating about in January again, Hadji. Obviously Lazio were interested, Sevilla were interested. Um, rumours floating about, 13 million euros for him. And he's one of these players. I mean, I don't know what you feel about Hadji. There's one other player I'll come on to after. I'll ask you about this one. But Hadji... He's young, he's a brand. I mean, you see him in the pep, he's Pepsi, he's a superstar in Romania. We're not going to lose money on him. If if we were offered, I'll just throw a figure out there, £10 million this summer for him, and we signed him for 2 £3 million, would you sell him or would you 
keep him. I personally would keep him for one more year just to see if he's going to kick on. He's frustrating, Hadji. He's been pretty non-existent the last couple of games, to be honest. But we all know what type of player he is. But £10 million is a lot of money. And we need to sell two blue-chip players this season, I think. It's a tough one, mate. Um, it is very difficult. Now, I've criticised Hadji. Uh, I have many, probably many a time on these pods, mate. And because he's that kind of player, you say the flair player all the time. That's what he is. He offers these wee moments in matches. But what you've got, you've got to think when he's when's the right time to cash in on him. Um, I'd probably go along with keeping him another year, to be honest. But. If I think there's a price for everybody in the team, mate, and if if there's a, a, a decent price for him, then I, he probably will go. I mean, I know it's, it's came out, there's been rumours that Alfredo Morelos has said he wants to stay, Ryan Kent said he wants to stay. Um, two of them I think are critical. I, I would do everything I could to hold on to Morelos and to Kent. But with Hadji, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. It's a difficult one, but it's, I think it's his. It's not just his football and ability and his potential that's behind him. It's his. Uh, it's his brand, as you say, mate. It's, it's the name. It's the 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 kind of the kind of status that he brings along with himself. So, but an interesting one though, as I say. I think if there's any kind of serious bids for him, I think Rangers will consider a bid for anyone. To be honest, maybe Ryan Kent's the only one I can think that's probably no, we won't sell him. But with Hadji. It's difficult. I don't want to say yeah or no. In terms of Jones and Edmondson, Jones has scored some absolute pillars for Sunderland, by the way. Some absolute great goals. Uh, I don't think he'll ever be back at Ibrox, no, and that's probably a good move for him. And Edmondson as well. I don't see him. I don't see him coming back, especially with Cartage returning. And obviously we've signed Simpson. Um, so no, I don't think there's anything for Edmondson. So a million pound, well, two million pound collectively for the both of them would probably take it. But um, Hadji's yeah. a... A dodgy one. The, the only other one, and I've listened to a lot of podcasts, obviously because I've been wanting this week, so I've been listening to a lot in the car, a lot of other Rangers podcasts and other people's view. Kamar Roof has been getting a, not a pounding, but there's a lot of people ex- disappointed in him in terms of his, perf- his performances recently. I mean, his performances recently have been very poor. I mean, we knew what we were getting with Kamar Roof. In the summer, if we could recoup our money in Kamar Roof, would you get rid of him? Yes, I would. But yeah. I think I, I think purely based on the amount of wages that he takes as well. Um, his wages are obviously quite high in comparison to other players within the team. Um, yeah, I would, mate. He's not done it for me. He hit that wee purple patch it was around Christmas time, but he was superb and I thought, my goodness, what a player we've got in our hands. But even, mate, even from the run-up that he done for that penalty against St Johnson I was like nope I'm not having it <laughs> you just I'm not I'm not putting up but a player like that eh, I know everybody can miss penalties and it's a, a kind of luck of the draw thing but it was a poor penalty and it's a stupid run up so you make an even bigger kind of fool of yourself but yeah if we could get our money back for him um, I would sell him what, what do you think? Yeah I, I'm the same he, he had that like you say purple patch just before Christmas time he, and it Towards this title, he helped out at that point, so you know, we're not forgetting that. But I just think since he's come back, I, I don't know if he's fit. I really don't know, and he mm-hmm. should be fit. But he just looks, sometimes he looks disinterested, to be fair. He looks slow. He just breaks up the rhythm of our team a lot of the time. I just don't know where he fits in, 
how we want to play. I don't think he fits in. I, I, maybe he fits as a two in terms of playing up, playing with somebody up top. I don't know, but for me, if we could get our money back on him, if somebody wanted him, I wouldn't lose any sleep if he left, basically. Yeah. It'd probably come back and bite us in the arse, mate. Probably. probably come on and be one of the fucking <laughs> best strikers in the world, because that yeah. tends to be what happens. But, yeah, I, I, I probably would, mate. I'd probably look to move him on. Uh, as I say, I think we could look for a better option. Um, maybe more kind of on the, on the younger side. I know he's not old, but he's he's injury-prone. Um, he's And one big injury, if he gets injured at the start of next season, he's out for the season. Yeah, I mean, you're stuck with him and you're stuck paying his wages. So, um, yeah, if we could recoup our money, um, I would definitely be looking to, to move him on, which is a shame because he did look so promising at one point, as I said, just before Christmas. And obviously he scored that absolute world in Belgium. So, yeah, I think... He has been getting a hard time, but I think it's because of the cost, mate. It's because of what we pay him, and I think that it's only natural for that to happen, I suppose. And but Rangers fans, mate, this is what we do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But anyway, any more, mate, or we move on? No, I think that was pretty much it. I think it's been quite a quiet week, to be honest. There's not really much to be said. Season ticket renewals, obviously, but we touched on that, so yeah. yeah. Season ticket news are out. My money's gone. I've paid for it. Um, but looking for hopefully, I just get, I'm just hoping I get to use it next season, mate. That's all I really hope oh, for. Same here. Um, yeah, that's all we can really hope for. But I am saying, mate, my money is gone. Take it. Um, especially as soon as I seen the wee videos, I was like, take my money. You can have it. <laughs> um, so anyway, we'll so we'll move on to a preview of uh, our next game, which is obviously against Celtic at Ibrox. The final old firm game of the season. Uh, the kickoff is twelve noon. Um, Rangers always play really well at twelve noon on a Sunday alley. Pause yeah. for dramatic effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the cup exit on Sunday, though, um, I think that's it's made this game a wee bit more important than it probably should have been. Um, yeah. I know it's an old firm. I know it's an old firm, and you always want to win them. But I think Rangers need to come out and put a bit of a performance in on Sunday. What's your your thoughts on the game? Yeah, no, I agree. I think if Rangers are going through in the cup. It's a meaningless old firm, but it, but uh, in terms of go, the way we went out that cup, I think Gerard will be saying to saying to the the players, go out and show the fans, go out and show them what you're all about, and I'd like them to go out there and really make a statement against Celtic. I just don't know what personnel will have in terms of injuries. The pressure's not been yet. Arfield, Hollander, are they going to be available? Possibly not. So Celtic's one last chance to stop us with this invincible league season as well. So they've got got something to play for as well. So, yeah, I really don't know. But I, I expect and I hope that Rangers come out of the blocks and just try and just kill Celtic off. Because if they do, it'll... We don't need lifted Rangers fans because we've got 55 just around the corner to celebrate. But if they did go out and beat Celtic convincingly, it would give us a right, a right big lift going in. With two games to go, we could go unbeaten and then we go into the summer and we can have a party in the, in the summer. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's ever been took away, but it will reassert our dominance within the kind of league within the year to show that we are still by far the best team um, this season. I don't think there's really any doubt about that, and that the kind of two slip ups only have been just two slip ups in terms of the the cups. But I think it's it's important for Rangers to uh, yeah not give us a lift, but I I kind of get where you're coming from just to show like that there's still something there. I mean they they could be running on empty that the, the 
the the team that I've picked. Um, there's one name in particular that gives me the absolute fear, and I'm pretty sure you're the same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think Rangers just need to put in a performance. I don't care if it's a draw. I really don't. Just yeah. compete. And I mean, I know you're saying that Celtic is their chance to kind of stop us, but I mean, they looked like they've downed tools a long time ago and then to go by um, the game against, was it Aberdeen? They drew one each Aberdeen, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they didn't look interested really in that game at all and again, had the whole problem of not being able to score. But yeah, I think this is just Rangers' chance to kind of put the final sword in them, really, and kind of finish them off um, for this season anyway. So, obviously, we've not had the press conference, um, so we're not 100% sure on the kind of team news, uh, but the boys are going out for a beer, so obviously I'm not going to tell them that they can't go for a beer. So, <laughs> um, Right, we'll go into our, our starting 11, mate. What do you think the starting 11 is going to be? I'm going to be shocked if we've not picked the same team. I was just, uh, about, to, I was just about to say that. I've very short. I'm I'm going on the assumption that um, Hollander and Arfield aren't available. So same, same. If they were if so, they were available, they'd be my starting lineup. The two of them, but I'm just going. They're not available. So Shagger and goal, Tab yeah. Goldson, Simpson, who I'd imagine is the one that gives you the fear. It gives me the fear as well. <laughs> yeah, Bar- Barisic. My midfield three is Aribo, Davis, Kamara, and my front three is. Kent, Morelos, and Scott Wright. Oh, that's spot on, mate. It's exactly the same team I've picked. Um, I think this is the if there's any time to give Scott Wright a chance, it's on Sunday. Yeah, it's on Sunday. Kamar Roof, as we've just spoke about, hasn't really kicked his own arse in a while. And as I say, Hadji's really, really struggling to find any sort of run of form. So I think this is the kind of perfect chance. Because when he even when he came on against St Johnston, Scott Wright looked really good. Um, yeah. It's just direct. He just wants a ball and he doesn't hide and he just kind of goes for it. And I know we can pick apart the 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 kind of last minute goal that we conceded, and I think it was him, Kent, and Kamara that are literally just standing watching the uh, watching the keeper in the middle of the box. Again, it's a very frustrating thing to watch, but I think this is the the game to. I just want Gerard to let me see Kent Wright and Morelos go at it from the start. Oh. Do you know what I mean? I just want to see that because I think it offers it offers Rangers so so much because they can constantly swap about. So yeah, hundred percent. That's my my teammate. So score. What do you think is going to be? I think both teams will score. I think they'll score. Um, I think they're due to score. I remember chances have missed. I've got to put one away at some point. So I, I expect them to score. If the boy Simpsons at the back. I, I know we both says we've got the fear in him. I don't think it's fair to judge him because he's not really played for us. But what we have seen of him, he does look a bit shaky at times. But yeah, we'll just need to see who he comes. So I, my prediction, I reckon, as I say, both teams will score. I'll go 3-1 Rangers. And I think Alfie will score as well. Nice one. Uh, I've went to one mate and we generally don't plan these pods really throughout the day and I've said exactly the same thing. I think I said it'll be I think it'll be quite a, a close game and I think they're defo they're definitely due a goal against us, like a hundred percent due yeah. a goal. I don't go by your laws of averages thing that you go on about all the time, but 
I don't think they'll beat us. Uh, I think it could possibly be something like one each as well. If because if, if both teams turn up and they both kind of be arsed, then yeah. as I say, it could could be a, a kind of a nothing game. But I think there's now a wee bit of pride at stake for both teams. Uh, Rangers to obviously show the action from Sunday and for Celtic to actually try and put a glove on us this season. So um, it's been interesting to see what kind of game uh, we get. But just go out there and do them, Rangers. Just finish them. <laughs> Literally finish them <laughs> off. Uh, right, Ali. Uh, that that will do us um, for this week on Club Deck Corner. Uh, so we're just on a Sunday now. Um, enjoy your day out tomorrow, mate. I'm gutted I won't be there, but uh, thank you very much for your time today, mate. No problem. Um, die, like I say, tomorrow. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. I've like no, and I've hardly drank during all this lockdown, so I've got the fear tomorrow. So I Saturday could be a a lying in the bed feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday, you mean? Aye, Saturday. Aye. Uh, I think there's only one time I can remember hanging after the first lockdown, when the first kind of lockdown got lifted, if you like, me and you rattled through a couple of bottles of gin, mate, and um, that's, I think that's probably the most drunk I've known you to be at that point. We were both hammered that night. Uh, but I, I must say, mate, I, I, I drink, and, but I don't drink to the way I would usually do if I go out. Yeah. But anyway, mate, enjoy it. As I say, I do wish I was there. You can raise a pint to me, mate, in my well. absence. <laughs> Uh, so yeah that'll do us thank you to everybody for listening uh, shameless plug um, but if you don't already can you please subscribe to the YouTube channel like the videos give us a wee five star rating on Apple Podcasts leave a comment and share anywhere that you can it really does help support us and really makes a huge difference and I'm even talking to you as well Timmy you can do it as well um, so thank you to all for listening we are Club at 22 the Champions Podcast and we will speak to you again next time we are the people cheers <laughs>